Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 120. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. And hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and as always, I'm your host today, and I'm so glad that you decided to give us a few minutes of your time and join us as we journey through my journey, quitting my job and moving to Key West and rebuilding my life. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to remind you of just a couple of things. And the first is that if you need a website for any reason whatsoever, it's very, very simple to find. Go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. There you'll be able to put in the URL or the web address that you are thinking about purchasing. And then once you make that purchase, I will send you a free cheat sheet of plugins that will show you everything you need to go ahead and get on your website as you're building your brand new web presence. So it's very simple and very economical and affordable to sign up. So simply go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website and you will find everything you need to know to get you started. So for today's shows, I I wanted to give you a bunch of little tidbits that have been going on and kind of share, you know, how I share everything about uh, my business that's going on and some lessons and some takeaways that I learned. And uh, the last episode, I had told you that I had to drive to Miami and get some uh, liquid nitrogen because I needed to do a show on Sunday. It was a, a, the Key West Artisan Market, and I had been asked to come, and I was there. And so definitely um, needed liquid nitrogen, and they were out of it in Key West. And so I didn't want to forfeit uh, the show I was doing as an expensive show to be in for me. It's $75 to be in it, and it was um, something that I had wanted to do, number one, because I was asked to, and number two, it was kind of like my first getting my feet wet with this type of market um, in the Key West area. So I wanted to do it, and I didn't want to back out just because there was no liquid nitrogen in Key West. So I drove to Miami and went to the air gas place that they gave me the address to, and I had called the day before and just asked when I could come by, and they said, pretty much any time, come back all day, we're here from 7.30 to 4. So I drove to Miami and used my GPS to find the place because I have no idea where I'm going, and everything in Miami feels the same to me, (laughs) so I always have to use my GPS going through there. And so I got to the place, and I pulled in. And didn't really know where to go to, like normally there's a dock or some sort of filling place. And so I didn't really see that on the outside of the building. So I went in and uh, talked to the guy. And the first thing I noticed was the guy that was behind the desk was the exact guy who had worked in Key West the weekend before, the week before, because he was filling in for Our Lady that was um, on vacation. And he's the one that coordinated my side of the road, uh, Philip. And so here I am Friday a week later, and I'm in Miami chasing down liquid nitrogen again. So I immediately said, oh, my gosh, I recognize you from our Key West store. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you drove all the way up here from Key West to, just to get liquid nitrogen. And I was like, yeah, I need some. I've got a big show. And so he told me where to go, and he actually was the one that came back and filled it up, and I talked to him a little while, and when I got ready to leave, he helped me put everything in my car, and he said, oh, you're good to go, and I said, all right, I'll go ahead and drive around to the front near the office and go ahead and pay you. He said, oh, no, don't worry about it. You had to drive all the way up here to get this. 
wow, talk about great customer service. So here I was paying zero dollars for something that normally would have cost me a hundred or a hundred and twenty, and so um, well about a, normally it's sixty six dollars for ten liters, and I got two filled up, so about a hundred and thirty five dollars it would have cost me normally to get that filled up, and he gave it to me because I drove all the way to Miami and spent my entire day uh, doing that, and so it was uh, a very very nice blessing. Let's just say that, and so the thing about I need to get, I believe I'm gonna in the meantime I'm gonna need to get a few more doors. Um, I have two right now and I need to get a couple more because I need to be able to get it so that if I had a show or something all weekend, I don't have to sacrifice being out at the pier. Um, because if I'm, I'm at the pier Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, um, it can use up all the liquid nitrogen that I have access to and then I don't have any left for any type of show or anything else during the day. So I'm going to have to invest in that and like I say that's no easy or no small um, amount. I generally they're anywhere from 360 to 500 dollars depending on what I can find online. So I will be looking for that and trying to uh, replace, uh, not replace, but add another door to my fleet and so uh, that I'll have a little bit more to work with because I wanted to give you an update as well, um, some key learnings and takeaways from the Key West Artisan Market. Now just to set the stage, the Key West Artisan Market happens every, it's once a month for from like essentially December through May Uh, no maybe November through May and so it's once a month and the Key West Artisan Market is sponsored by the restaurant store which is the only commercial uh, kitchen type store that we have in Key West and so it's a very you know it's a great store for all the restaurants and it definitely plays a huge role in promoting other sort of like um, cottage industry type things that have popped up all around the Keys by putting on this artisan market. So the artisan market is a big deal, and there are tons of people that want to get in there, but they have a limited amount of space. They're uh, right in the middle of Old Town Key West, and they don't have a huge area to do it because it's right there at their location in the parking lots and surrounding areas. But we have a lot, they have a lot of vendors. They get in there, but about 40 are on the list that want to be there and can't get in. And so what happens is they have to jury everyone in, and they contacted me about two weeks before this last uh, jury, or this last uh, event, and uh, said, we think, you know, we're having a special culinary uh, edition, we think you'd be a good fit, would you be interested in coming? And I filled out the application and said, thanks for the push, absolutely. And I was selected and to go, even though there were like 40 other people that wanted to get in there, um, they definitely try to keep things mixed up. So it's not, um, I don't even want to say this in a bad way, so it's not the usual suspects every single time. Um, and they want to keep the quality high and they want to keep bringing in new people to expose them to um, the the market. And so that's a great thing. But This is a totally different event for me because instead of dealing with tourists, I'm dealing now with locals. And that's mostly who go to the artisan market. I don't know that I saw. I maybe saw a few tourists there, and when we talked to them, found out they had been in town a couple of days and were just out roaming around. And, you know, they're going to find you. Key West is small, and so if they're out roaming around, they might find you at all. But it's definitely a local-type market, and it's not, not geared toward tourists at all. So... Um, With that being said, I learned a few things, and I love it whenever I can learn a few things, and um, 
it really it was a good experience overall i would definitely do the key west um, artisan market again and so i kind of wanted to hash through a few of the things that i learned um i got numerous uh i had numerous people tell me that they see they see my cart all over town and they it's like they know me because of my food cart and I'll be honest with you, I hadn't really, I mean, I kind of had thought about it. Last week, I had inquired um, with a local organization that puts on a movie night out at one of the parks in town, and they do a free local movie night twice a month. It's on a Friday for the first and third of the month, and they were looking, had been looking for food vendors. I didn't know they were looking to food vendors until I saw somebody else, you know, it was suggested to them, and and then one of the locals came by my booth and said, you should get out there for the outdoor movie. Your stuff would sell out there. And so I got in touch with the people. And the minute I said who I was, the response I got was, oh, yeah, I know your food cart. You know, and so uh, that was the same thing I kept finding at the Key West Artisan Market. People kept coming up and saying, oh, my gosh, I do, you, you know, I pass you every day or I see you every day. Um, they love my food cart. They think it's beautiful. They think it's done. I've done a great job building it as if I did that by myself. I didn't do that. But, um, you know, people generally, I guess because, I don't want to say because it's an eyesore, but because it is something unique and random, they can see, um, they notice it every time I pass them, I should say. Not they can see me. Of course they can see me, but they, they notice it every time I pass them. So, what a great advertisement, um, for my business. At the same time, they're making impressions, as they see me out and about running my errands or doing whatever it is I do. So if I stop at a grocery store or a um, any other type of place where I'm pulling in and stopping, um, how I treat people, whether I'm on the ground, afoot, uh, whether I'm trying to find a parking place, whether I'm just driving through town, is also a reflection of my business. So I always try to be very cognizant, especially when I get down toward the uh, pier area where there's a lot of tourists and they're uh, walking through the streets and they have no idea what they're doing and they stand and they stand in the middle of the street and they stop and look around and try to decide where to go right there in the middle of the street while traffic's coming and bicycles and scooters and all these other things are going on but they're standing in the middle of the street because they're not really sure if they should go left or right or what so I try to be real conscious whenever I'm around them and I have um, my food cart attached because I don't want them to um, feel uh, that, that any kind of hostility or anything like that. And so, and I know that they would also be the ones that probably would run into seeing me later and would remember that if I'm the one that tooted my horn at them. So I try to be conscious of that, but it just reinforced that, you know, I'm driving 30 plus miles each way to and from uh, the Mallory Square with my food cart attached. And it's definitely um, something that helps people notice my business and notice what I'm doing. And they know I'm working every day and I'm doing something. But at the same time, I don't want to be the ugly driver that cuts people off and, you know, isn't gracious. So all of that is a reflection of my business. And I definitely have to keep that in mind. And so that was a great reminder that it is you are visible whenever you're out there. So the other, one of the other things that I also learned or felt as um, 
I was at the Key West Artisan Market is, uh, number one, I missed an opportunity because I should have taken business cards. And I thought about it, but it was kind of like after I had just gotten on the road and I was thinking, should I turn around and go back or should I not? And it was my first time there and I wasn't exactly sure what I was doing, so I went on anyway. I did have several people ask me for my, my business card. It was a really good networking opportunity. Don't get me wrong. There were some people there that I knew already that set up at Mallory Square every night, and they also do this. But there were a lot of vendors there that I hadn't seen before. So they're local business people doing all kinds of things from making raw, organic doggy treats to um, local honey to handcrafted whatever else. I mean, it truly is a, a you know, maybe handcrafted um I don't know, there was bath salts and sea salts and uh, all kinds of uh, spices and blends. And, I mean, it was just, it was a lot of stuff. And they were all, you know, they're all local vendors. They're all made locally. I don't think anyone came from outside the Keys to be at this Key West Artisan Market. So um, I missed an opportunity to connect with some of those local business owners and possibly even get them on the podcast as a, an interview. So that would be, you know, number one, a great thing. But the other thing is, is that it was a great networking opportunity because it allowed me to connect with some people who are also responsible for other uh, festivals and events in Key West. See, that's the thing. You don't know who you're talking to whenever you're serving and making ice cream for someone. And I happen to have a grandmother and three grandchildren come up and want ice cream. And before long, um, the grandmother's calling the mother over and her sister over. So it's the grandmother, the two da- grown daughters, and then the three grandchildren. And I made them ice cream and they were thrilled. They were like, oh my gosh, this is the best ice cream ever. And they just, they, they love the whole process. Well, we started talking even more and it turns out they're both very involved with the Rotary and they put on what we call down here Conk Fest. And they, it's a festival that happens normally every year in February, but this year because of a conflict, it got bumped to May. And so um, it's a huge fundraiser for them, but they have all kinds of stuff out there to do at this park they put it on uh, at. And it, uh, they're always needing vendors, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you would be a great vendor out there. The vendors do really well. Um, they have a good time, and we love your stuff, and we love your product. And so... They got my information and um, definitely will be hitting me up for that. So what a great way to uh, get word out in the community. And the other thing that I thought is I need to um, put the word out there that I can do events, whether it's just, you know, showing up at a a ball field or something during a ball game or um, a spring fling type event or a church get together that, you know, is going to have lots of people there. I can show up anywhere with my mobile ice cream cart and do uh, make ice cream for people and they'll be thrilled about it. And it's pretty reasonable and, uh, you know, just definitely can do 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 more events and so uh, it was good to connect with some of those people and now that some people have seen my stuff and tried it at the Key West Artisan Market I definitely will have more people behind me um, you know saying oh this is a great product and I did have several other people stop by and you know were just amazed like like I had invented you know liquid nitrogen ice cream which I didn't I just found it on the internet and started doing it and they loved the creativity they wished me the best with my business and they want to come back 
back and be supporters of it for the next artisan market. So that is always a good thing. So I had a good day. I sold out of everything I had. I have two doers of liquid nitrogen that are so low that I can no longer dip out of either one of them. So for today, I will be combining them and heading down to the pier tonight with my full array of products and trying to make a night of it, and then we'll be able to get liquid nitrogen refilled tomorrow. So that's what's going on with that. But the other thing I wanted to also mention is I was able to um, meet one of my customers yesterday was someone that I recognized from a Facebook post in a group I'm in. Um, It was just a a Key West-type local group. Um, that he posted in two weeks ago, and he uh, also has a food cart, and he makes, I think they're called like sweet pancakes or something like that, and he makes also some savory uh, potato latkes, and he had posted that he had a food cart, and he was looking for places to be and events to be at, and so he, you know, that's, he was the one that got into the outdoor, that someone recommended him at the outdoor movies, and he showed up out there, and then someone did the same thing to me, so Anyway, so I got to meet him, and his name is Tim, and he was a wonderfully nice guy. He's only been in the Keys two weeks. He moved from Philadelphia. He's making a go of it with his food cart. He's very same way I am with that's his main business. And um, really a smart guy. I mean, very smart guy. He wanted to get down at Mallory Square at the Sunset Celebration, but his food cart is a foot and a half too big for the spaces down there. So that kept him from being out of there. So now he's got to find other places to be around with his food cart. But the good news is, is that I met another person who has a food cart and could form a collaboration with him. In other words, I'm like, I'll keep my eyes open. There's a few other things I have on my list. And if I find out any of these are good, I'll hit you up on Facebook. You know why? Because if we had an an enclave, so to speak, of food carts that put out really good food and were, showed up at event after event after event, people would come just for the destination of getting those types of food and getting that that items that are served on those food carts and we all do well so people eat their way around and it's not like oh people are only going to buy one thing at this event and they bought it from you and they didn't buy it from me so you're my competition and I don't like you and I have to be hostile towards you and be ugly to you no we're all we all appeal to different people and different tastes and so um it's better to have a, you know, whether you want to call it a uh, collaboration or collaborative, uh, what do they call it? Instead of competition and collaboration, it's like collaboration or something like that. But you have a good relationship with them. And I love to see that rather than some of the things that I've encountered with this um, unique brand of hostility that I've encountered sometimes down at the pier with uh, this small-minded mentality and the lack of being willing to help new people and just n- constantly hazing them. I loved meeting and forming uh, a relationship with this other new-to-town guy, just not much further back than I am, uh, you know, further down here than I am. I'm a year ahead of him. That's not much in, in uh, Key West years. And so Uh, I look forward to seeing him again and having a good relationship with him. I also found um, several other people that I had met or been around, uh, even through the process of me getting down to Mallory, that they were now doing other things, but they had remembered me. And so it's interesting that you don't... I don't know if you're like me. I go through the world, and I, I feel like to so many people, I'm invisible. And um, I don't, you know, 
put out a, a great, uh, you know, like ex- super excited personality vibe. A lot of times when people meet me, I'm, I'm kind of more of an introvert. We've talked about this before. But it definitely, um, you know, people, one lady said, oh, my gosh, how do I know you? I know your voice. And she's like, wait a minute. I think you were jurying in something at Mallory Square whenever I was there to jury in my whatever product she made. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, but she remembered my voice. Isn't that weird? I mean, it's weird down here because people always ask me where I'm from or why do I talk the way I do. And so we know our people whenever we, you know, whenever I run into a Tennessee or Alabama or Mississippi type person, I can tell by the way they talk. And definitely uh, we, we all have a bonding moment over our accents, or I should say our lack of accents. And so, um, but anyway, so I did definitely find that I was able to kind of reconnect and maybe get a little more FaceTime with some people. And it was good for me because it was almost like an unexpected networking opportunity that was just right there put in front of me. So um, definitely the Key West market was a good thing. And I will put um, it on my list to do for March, April, and May if I can get in. I don't know. I might be one of the vendors that can't get in to all of them. Because uh, they like, I say they like to switch it up. But I also um, did very well down there. Like I say, I sold out of all the vanilla bases I had. The last few orders I had, I had to make out of a coconut base. So I came home with just very little, and um, wanted, you know, wanted in my mind to, to be able to create more while I was there, so that I could have. Um, you know, made more money and made more sales and that sort of thing. And I had cycled through all the water in my holding tanks. So that might be an issue that I need to look at, uh, you know, potentially uh, having reserve tanks somewhere or replacing, you know, to bigger, bigger size tanks. I think I have six, six and seven gallons is what I have right now, I think. So anyway, so that's um, where I am. But I've got a couple of things I'm going to be trying in the future, and I won't talk about them today because I've already spent so much time talking about my learnings and takeaways from the weekend, but we'll talk about them in future episodes this week. But um, anyway, I just wanted to give you the word about the the final result of the Key West Artisan Market. It was a good experience for me. Um, The high cost of it and... Of course, the high cost of my liquid nitrogen, if I had not gotten it for free on Friday, would have really, really narrowed down the amount of money I made there. Um, but I'm working on ways to try to figure out, uh, figure that out as well and to try to bring, bring more home um, at the end of the day. So um, I'll keep working on that and keep letting you know the tweaks and, and things that I'm doing because with me it's a constant experiment. And um, overall a huge, huge success and uh, just a great, great opportunity. So I was very honored to be there among people that I consider kind of the the upper echelon, the cream of the cream when it comes to the fair and festival or whatever you want to call it type circus so around, at least around here. So um, anyway, I know at this point, most of the winter, uh, the weather, most of the country is experiencing a huge, terrible winter. And we had uh, beautiful weather yesterday, high of 76, sunny, just partly cloudy, and it was fantastic. And we're looking for another beautiful day today. So um, hopefully we'll have start seeing some increases down at the pier and start seeing uh, our build up towards Valentine's Day, which I guess officially kind of kicks off our, I'm putting in quotes now, season. So um, thrilled about that and thrilled at the possibility of being able to earn Uh, a decent income every day and so hoping that will happen very very quickly 
So anyway, I wanted to remind you before we let you go today that if you need a website for any reason whatsoever, simply go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. You'll find what you need there to go ahead and put in what web address you want. It will take you to the page that tells you what's available and how much it is. And then from there, you just select it, make your purchase. And once you do that, I will send you a free cheat sheet of plugins to go ahead and get on your website and get you started. So brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. And I wanted to thank you again for coming on this journey with me and listening to all the ups and downs and the highs and lows and the lessons learned and the oops I should have uh, <laughs> and the, even the successes. And I'm glad to share all of that with you and trying to be as real time and transparent with uh, my process of building my business and replacing my income as I possibly can. So thank you for coming on the journey. Thank you for caring. Thank you for all the help finding uh, ideas and the feedback you're giving me on between Facebook and email and that sort of thing. I love hearing from you and uh, would love to help any way I can with your business as well. So thanks so much for joining us today. Hope you have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.